Sports at Kings Derby listeners. This is Fong Legacy, and with me, Owen. Hello, Fong Legacy. I just came back from a workout where I broke uh, my resistance band, so I'm feeling very, I'm feeling very, very good. I'm feeling very, yeah, really proud very, of myself, I guess. Very strong, very strong. I haven't worked out in months, but moving on. Uh, some Kings news. Happy birthday, Reggie Theus. It's today, October 13th, of which we're, we're recording. Yeah, and I guess, I honestly, I didn't know who this was when you oh, said it. Really? And I, I just looked up his Wikipedia. Apparently, he, play, he did play for the Kings uh, back when we were in Kansas City. So, happy birthday, Reggie Theus. You know, happy uh, 63rd birthday. So, congratulations, and uh, hope you have a... Hope you know your birthday goes better than 2020 has. Yeah, it's been a shit show. But I don't know. That's pretty much all the King's news that we have so far. Uh, well, there is a there. Well, this is not really even news, but uh, an article did come out. Uh, Steve Kerr apparently really likes the Alvin Gentry hiring for the Kings. Oh, that's right. So. You know, yeah. like it's it's nice for Steve Kerr to say that, but he does say nice things about everyone, and you know, but it, it gives me more optimis optimism. You know, going into the season with Alvin Gentry and like I'm I'm reading more and more on him, and it's like he is a creative offensive mind. So hopefully, he really does revamp that offense because it was pretty, let's just say, pretty rudimentary. It was not very creative and just. It, you know the ball just died, like or ball movement just dies for stretches. So hopefully, like they can kind of get, you know, get more comfortable with the offense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's hope so. Uh, to be honest, this is probably one of the more exciting years, in my opinion, for the Sacramento Kings since wait, what, a year or two ago. So let's see. Uh, well, in pandemic the... years, like fifty years ago. So yeah, yeah. So we'll see what happens with. Uh... The Kings front office coaching and uh, how the players improve and what trades we'll make, especially the draft, because since the finals is over, which will be going over soon, uh, hopefully we'll, you know, draft LaBello Ball. I'm kidding. I don't know. We're not doing that. We're going to have to get rid of like, the whole team for that. <laughs> no, you'd be surprised. You could probably package Buddy and someone uh, for the. For the number one pick from the Timberwolves, I, I don't know. I don't know why they would want Buddy, but you know, it's an option. <laughs> we'll see. So moving on, uh, Lakers beat the Heat in the six-game series, four to two. It, to be honest, I didn't really watch this game. Yeah, neither did I. So this makes us very qualified to actually go over the game. Yeah, yeah, we're Kings fans. What, what are we saying? We don't we don't watch the finals unless there's the Kings involved, right? Yeah, and you know that, which is why we haven't watched the last fifty finals in the history. But um, <laughs> you know, uh, we did watch the highlights, and you know, we have do have the box score next to us, and we'll try to extract as much as we can. And you know, I did listen to some other podcasts, so you know, kind of, I'm gonna riff off of those just to get a bigger picture of things. Mm -hmm. So yeah, starting off with the game, you know, Anthony Davis is still playing, and he's playing pretty well. And uh, you know, that injury from last game uh, didn't seem like an injury to me at all. And uh, you feel like he just acts a lot. 
Like he's like he's he's very he's a very thin dude, so that's kind of why he gets injured a lot. And you know he's very long, but like I just feel like he's such a drama queen, I guess, with some of these injuries. Like I feel like they, I mean, don't get me wrong, they probably are bad, but like he definitely like makes it look like he's like about to like fall apart at any moment. I mean, he did learn from the best, and that is LBJ. Yeah, oh my god, like, yeah, whenever it comes to LeBron, whenever LeBron takes a charge, I'm like, that's not a charge, because no one is knocking down LeBron. <laughs> yeah. Yep, but yeah, Jeffrey Davis, still playing good. Uh, pretty much first quarter, it seemed like the Heat uh, was neck on neck uh, with uh, the Lakers, uh, Duncan Robinson uh, making some three points, looking good early, uh, but Later on, uh, fast breaks and turnovers are killing it for the Heat. Where LeBron is just, just driving to the rim, like <laughs> doing no acrobatic, sexy layups. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like my gosh, no one's he's, stopping this man. He's switching from right hand to left hand, left hand to right hand. Yeah, he was just having fun out there. And uh, just shout out to Danny Green. He hit a shot. Oh, did he now? <laughs> yeah, he hit a three. I was like, "Wow!" And now the now the Lakers fans can stop threatening him. <laughs> Stupid motherfuckers! I swear. He deserves a ring now, I guess. He's got three. I think he's apparently the only guy to go back to back champions on different teams. Mm. That's interesting. Well, can't wait for that RDJ World uh, video about the Lakers. Oh yeah, he's been putting out some pretty good ones. Yeah, I'm surprised he didn't. Honestly, they might it might have like well, actually no, LeBron's come a bit more pat. He's not that kind of aggressive guy, so he won't be choking <laughs> them out. But you know, he wants to. Yeah, I can see. Uh, coming to second quarter, uh, Dragic came in for the first time in was it four since games? Game one, yeah. yeah, pretty much since game one. Uh, he looked he looked good early. Uh, with that uh, kind of nice layup, but you can tell throughout the game that he wasn't 100% after his injury, and he still had that um, knee brace. It was a pretty big knee brace, I, if I recall. Yeah, man. You, you know, all the credit in the world for him to being able to tough it out and come back, but yeah, I, I did not expect him to come back and actually be effective. Never really expected that, just because, you know, you haven't played for, like, you know, X amount of games, and, like, you're just... You have you get you take a little bit to actually like get back into the groove. You're just it, there's no time to do that, and you know I just don't think he it mattered if he came back or not. Yeah. Uh, speaking about getting to the groove, uh, Rondo and KCP looking pretty darn good out there for the Lakers. I'm pretty surprised to be honest because, like we said, KCP won. Didn't expect to have such great games. <laughs> and since Rondo, I think, is the more. I mean, I expected KCP to at least be solid, but yeah, he's been good and to great. Like just doing everything he needs, playing great defense, hitting shots. Rondo, on the other hand, I totally did not expect him to be good because, like, I've I've been on Twitter and Lakers fans hate Rondo. They they were think like when he got injured at the beginning of the bubble, there were. People were like saying, Lakers fans were saying actually, were like, that's actually good for the team. Oh, but but did he turn it on? He really did. He was doing like the 
you know, the, the Rondo layups, the weird stretching out, like, you know, th- throwing it off like really weird angles uh, off the backboard. It was really nice to see. It's, it's playoff Rondo. It's a real thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see what he's going to be doing for the Lakers next season because I don't know how long. I think he's on a one-year deal. So, yeah, I mean, but I think he'll be back. I don't. I don't see him going anywhere else. I see. Well, with uh, Rondo and KCP, along with LeBron James and Anthony Davis, the uh, Lakers led pretty ahead in the second uh, by the first half with thirty-six to sixty-four. It was, I think, about forty to thirty. It was a very close game at one point, but yeah, yeah. he just kind of stopped scoring. And as I have said before, this series, they, you know, the both teams kind of pack the paint and kind of leave shooters open. And one of these teams were gonna just start like bombing from three. And guess what? Lakers finally started to bomb from three. And Rondo hit a three, I think, and then KCP hit open threes. I think even you know, Danny Green again contributing and. Yeah, it basically completely broke the game open, and yeah, we basically knew the game was over at that point. Well, we oh, didn't yeah. know because we're watching, but like you could, you could get the sense, like, uh, yeah, it's probably over. So yeah, so pretty much by the second half, Lakers are still making their shots, looking still good, keeping the lead ahead. Uh, Davis is still looking really good in terms of offense and defense after his so-called injury. Uh, and there was a tidbit about, or a commentator commented uh, that Dragic is a free agent next season, which I forgot about. And uh, I asked you if uh, you think he'll be staying or leaving the Heat. I think he will be staying. Um, I think it's just, you know, like they're going to, I imagine they're going to just run it back because boy, it's some pretty bad injury luck, you know, in the finals. But, you know, I, I, I can see them running it back and, you know, seeing if this works out again. But, you know, they could totally be looking for a replacement. Uh, I could also see uh, a possible addition to their team next season, too. Giannis. Uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, no, but... <laughs> that'd be. That'd be a little much, but you never know. You never know. I mean, there's a guy whose name, you know, rhymes with peoples. So, you know, that could be an option, too. Oh, boy. We'll have to see. <laughs> Victor Oladipo, for those of you that didn't get it. Yeah, I didn't get it, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, he he's a he's there's a stories about him wanting to go to Miami. So, you know, no. we'll see if they can work some magic there. Um <laughs> You know, uh, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, by the fourth quarter, Lakers at one point pretty much really capitalized the lead by leading over 20 points at one point. It was over 30. It was <laughs> bad. 30. I oh. think 36 was like as bad as it got, I think. The Heat were slowly coming back, I remember, towards the final minutes, but, you know, it's already too late. Yeah, uh, uh, if you look at the box score, Kelly Olynyk plus nineteen. Maybe they should have played him more, huh? <laughs> you know, Solomon yeah. Hill plus seven. You know, all garbage and, time. And speaking of, you know, Goron coming back, Goron plus two. Oh, ain't that right? Yeah, and everyone else, uh, pretty big minuses. <laughs> I think everyone's like, yeah, double digit minuses. Jesus Christ! Yeah, everyone had double digit minuses. <laughs> 
Uh, I like Puel plus four somehow, even though I think he played pretty terrible. So yeah, uh, Jimmy too. He didn't score much, but I, I saw that he was on the way to a triple double too. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't want to blame you know the I don't want to blame Jimmy for having a dud in game six. Again, I think he just ha- gave everything he had in game five, and just yeah, someone else had to step up for him to just you know just kind of take the load away from him and yeah just no one did and he really couldn't deliver either but again i don't blame him at all this is this is just you know a guy there's only so much that one person can do and even lebron couldn't do it back in 2015 so like i don't expect jimmy to be able to do it either and Mm -hmm. yeah i mean all the credit in the world to jimmy i don't like i don't knock him for this performance at all yeah uh, to finalize what happened in this whole game, KCP and Rondo were pretty key players in contributing to Lakers game six win. Uh, LBJ is the finals MVP with 28 points, 13 for 20 shooting and a triple double. Uh, hey, good for him. <laughs> good for him. <laughs> I don't know what else to say, really say about LeBron, but yeah, Le- LeBron's fourth ring, LeBron's fourth finals MVP. Getting closer to that, you know, the MJ, the MJ echelon, isn't he? Yeah. I'd say, uh, maybe. I mean, no, personally, again, I don't think he'll, you know, actually like surpass MJ in my mind anyway. This is a subjective thing. It's just, I, I just, th- you know, but this, like, he's really just, like, just behind him. But I don't think he'll ever overtake MJ. That's just me. Yeah. But I think he's clearly number two. Yeah, I'd say so. Uh, other than that, that's about it for the game. Um, oh, also, another you- funny thing I just want to mention. Uh, Bam did did have 25, uh, 25, 10, and 5. But most of those points were in garbage time, so it's a bit misleading. So, those of you who think that Bam had a good game, he did not have a good game. Yeah, I, I didn't mention Bam <laughs> after hearing that. So, <laughs> yeah. So you know, if history ever looks back, uh, Sack King's therapy did call out Bam for having a very misleading game. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, uh, but to be honest. Like I said, I didn't watch the game. I only watched the first half, I believe, for the most part. And uh, I was watching the Seahawks and Vikings game, (laughs) which statistically had 11.4 million views, while the NBA Finals only had half of that. So, yeah, not... (laughs) I mean, like, the NBA Finals have never gone up against the uh, football and... Yeah, I just don't, it's, I mean, the ratings for NBA have been dropping over the years, and, you know, I, I I don't know what the full reason is. I gotta imagine part of that is core cutting, and just, you know, I watch it for, I stream it, so, and, you know, Nielsen doesn't count that, and, I, and you know, of course, it's not just one thing, but, like, in terms of, like, the product, it is kind of badly produced in some ways. Like I think the presentation of the finals, like there are some elements of it that I just don't really love. Um, and also, like you know, I I hate that this is a thing, but like you know, the NBA kind of you know fully embracing Black Lives Matter, I imagine did turn off some people, and yeah, you know, that's but, just going to be a thing. 
Which is, yeah. So, yeah, and the football, like, it just, yeah, football just expl- always seems to be exploding. So, it, and it just seems to be that way. And, yeah, I guess, you know, football owns uh, TV ratings, basically. Uh, pretty much in the North American side, I'd say. Yeah, no, I don't think anyone outside of outside of the U.S. watches football, but I, I don't know. Okay. Fall of football, so. Let's see. Anything else you want to add to this game? Yeah. So, no. Just one quick thing. Caruso did start the game, and I felt he made a lot of. Well, like I felt, I didn't actually see it, but like he seemed to have a big defensive impact because he turned it over a lot in the first quarter, and that's kind of what like kind of doomed them to, from the beginning. Um, and yeah, late as I as I mentioned earlier, Lakers hit open threes and it completely broke the game. And yeah, it was just a matter of time because he you know packed the paint and let shooters shoot. You know, average shooters shoot, and you know they finally kind of made their shots, and that's kind of why they won. And also, kind of the Heat kind of gassing out finally. And yeah, Lakers win four two. Um, you know. Their 17th championship. Congratulations to them, winning it for Kobe. And yeah, it's it's I guess great to see. I guess in a way, I mean, I don't like seeing it because being a Kings fan, just not loving the Lakers all that much. But you know, all the credit in the world for them for them being able to do this. Like I'm under just the weirdest of circumstances. It could not have been fun to be in the bubble for how long they've been in there? Three months. Yeah. Yeah, three months of just. Basically, just being stuck in a play, granted, a very beautiful place. So let's not complain too much about that. But, like, you know, just being stuck in a, like a place for that long, I guess, you know, does start to wear on the mind and the body. And yeah, just all the great in the world for them to, you know, the Lakers for putting this team together or LeBron for putting this team together. And yeah, he really does deserve this ring. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to be the one to put the asterisk. I don't know if you want to put the asterisk quote-unquote, on this title. I think it's just as valuable as any other title. I don't think it's bigger than any title. Let, let's let's relax about that. I think it's just any other title. It's just, just under very weird circumstances. Yeah. And um, just about this team, like, you know, LeBron and AD are just the best small ball fours and fives in the league. Help LeBron can be the five for all he wants to be, but he doesn't want to play center. But, you know, uh, they really just c- completely out-talented everyone. Like, you know, a- any series they went into, they were the, you know, the best one and two uh, first and be- second best players in the series. And it really showed. I mean, granted, like the rest of the team kind of really steep drop off after that. But, you know, like when you when you just have that big of a talent gap, I guess just that, uh, that much talent at the top, it doesn't it doesn't seem to matter. And we'll see like what happens when you know the Warriors return next year. Because, you know, and like Lord knows what happens with the rest of the West. But I'm gonna focus primarily on the Warriors because I feel like the Warriors can challenge this team. What do you think? I I think so too. Quay and Curry, Draymond uh, being that defensive end. How can you forget about Andrew Wiggins? Okay. The big four. Yeah, and uh, whoever the... Who, like, so they have the second pick, and they also have the trade exception, which they're going to probably use on a very good role player. I think it's like a $17 million trade exception. 
somewhere around that range. So they can get somebody. And we'll see who they what they do with that. And I think just I think they present problems that the Lakers can't really solve easily. And I think they take them out of their, you know, center heavy lineup. But granted, again, they have the best small ball four and best small ball five in the league. So they can play the Warrior style. But we shall see how that matchup plays out. And you know, it's you know, granted, like Curry and Clay, they're not exactly like spring chickens. And, you know, Draymond just came off an absolutely awful year. And Wiggins, Lord knows what to think of Wiggins. But, you know, LeBron is up. LeBron is one year older. AD is, you know, in his prime. So we shall see what happens. That is a that is a matchup I'm very intrigued by. Yeah, we'll we'll see. That'll be, uh, I mean, the whole West is an interesting story for the most part for next season. And, uh, yeah. Hell, maybe the Kings can get into that, you know, that scramble too as well. But more than likely if a big move isn't made, we're going to be looking at the bottom, unfortunately. Yeah, that's... Unless things just break break right for us. Like Marvin is really good. De'Aaron improves somehow again. You know, if Buddy is on the team, who like whatever we do this off season will kind of dictate like how we do next year. Yep, we'll see. I haven't heard anything other than yeah, haven't heard much to be honest. Well, yeah. Well, the finals are over. Trades can start to happen. Yep, means more content. <laughs> yep, and yeah, this is something to hold us off on doing the draft episode because I am not looking forward to diving into that. Um, and one more thing I like to just mention: the Jimmy Butler redemption story. This guy has been on what four teams in the last five years, I think. So he started, so he got traded to the Timberwolves, traded to Philadelphia, and then into Miami. So four teams in was it a span of about four years? And you know, like his reputation had taken a hit from the Timberwolves scandal, where he basically forced his way out, and then. He comes into Philadelphia and he kind of starts, not really starts anything, but there were reports like he wasn't getting along with uh, Brett Brown. But, but you know, after after this year, we basically, you know, realized that, yeah, that or the 76ers organization is pretty trash for the most part. And, uh, you know, there were always rumblings of the Timberwolves having a pretty bad structure as well. Like Cat is soft. Andrew Wiggins doesn't seem to care. Like, and unfortunately, all of that kind of all that negative energy kind of got transferred to Jimmy for about two years. And, you know, f- coming to Miami, he found a perfect situation for him. You know, he has a pretty decent regular season. He didn't miss a lot of time, but he comes into the playoffs just ready to play. Mm-hmm. And he and he basically, you know, leads this team into the finals and just about pushes the Lakers to the brink. I mean, just all the credit in the world to the Jimmy Butler redemption story, and everyone is giving you know Jimmy his due. This is basically, I think this might top the Iverson uh, against the Lakers in '01 in terms of like the story. Mm. That's interesting. Yeah. So just uh, just the note in terms because I well you know they did take two games off of a a little bit of a worse team than the. Than you know the O one uh, Lakers, but I think this is up there with the Iverson, you know, versus the Lakers uh, in terms of just the story of the finals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
And to be honest, I I hope Jimmy does win someday because I think I believe he deserves it. Well, they're getting Giannis in a in a year or two, so you know that's their that's their ticket. It might be. <laughs> we'll see. Oh, they, oh, they might get Bradley Beal for all we know. Like that's that could be a thing. Yeah, gosh, making a super team in the East. Yeah, and like, guess what? Miami's a pretty damn good place from what I've heard. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, compared to. I don't know, like, say uh, Indiana or some shit. Like, you know, it's a great, you know, it's a, be- you know, beaches, Florida. Granted, Florida is kind of a mess right now, but, you know, like, they have the destination and they can attract free agents. And we shall see what they do this offseason. And they are keeping that cap space open for Giannis. Oh, yeah. Look at all that money. Yeah, so look for them to just kind of keep at this pace. Like, at least be a a contender in the East, like, every year going forward. Unless something weird happens. Yeah, but the Lord knows what happens at that point. (laughs) Well, other than that, do you think Boogie should get a ring? I mean, why not? Like... As from all from all the, from all the things I've seen, Lakers do really like Boogie and actually really did not want to cut him, but they needed but they wanted to sign Markeith, so like that's why they ended up cutting him. Mm-hmm. But like he was still working out of the facilities, and you know again they seem to like him. Just just give him a ring. Like Aubrey Caspi got one like with the Warriors, despite them kind of waving him like really late into the season. And Aubrey Caspi, by the way, has not played a single playoff game, and it's I think what. However many years he's been in the NBA, I think over almost ten years of the NBA. Dear gosh, really? Yeah, yeah, and you know he has a ring. I mean, why not? Like, I get that he didn't play a game for the Lakers at all, but he was like a part of that organization, from what I've heard. And again, the, the organization seems to like him. So, I think he, I think he should get a ring. I mean, why not? We we got to send our love to Boogie here, you know, from from Sacramento. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, I I don't want <laughs> like. At the the Raptors didn't give Jonas Valanciunas his ring, and I thought that was pretty uh, pretty t- you know pretty dirty, and I'm d- left a bad taste in my mouth. I don't I don't want to see that kind of situation. No. So yeah, I think I think yeah, I think you get a ring. Well, yeah, I believe so too, and I guess that does it for this episode i don't know what else to say uh have any more else to add yeah i mean again just the great finals great like all the credit in the world for the nba for and adam silvers for putting all this together and yeah like i mean you look at football like you know like (laughs) they're getting so many positive cases and just so much just so much controversy and just all this weirdness going on like the NBA being able to pull this off cleanly and be able to execute this plan to actually like have a finals. Uh, yeah. All the credit in the world for them to set this all up. And yeah. And you, we can definitely say that the bubble was a success and again, congratulations to the Lakers for their 17th title. Good for you guys. Cool. <laughs> and LeBron <laughs> gets closer and closer to MJ, even though I don't think he'll ever catch him, but that is a storyline that will be a thing going forward. And 
Yeah, and I'm excited for next season as well. Like, we don't know when the next season will start, and there are rumors. Well, the plan right now is to start in January, which I think is a terrible idea. But, like, the the tentative plans is that they'll probably start in March, because that's when, you know, the vaccines will be, kind of be about, you know more widely dispersed, and they can maybe get fans back in the arenas. And, mm-hmm. yeah, like... So we shall see what happens. It's, and, you know, the Kings have a very interesting offseason. This is definitely a pivot point. Oh, yeah. The Kings. And again, and again, NBA Finals are over. Trades are, can start happening. So we'll see what happens with Buddy. And, you know, I would like to keep Buddy. But at the same time, if he's going to keep acting like this, I'm going to keep reiterating this. He keeps acting like this. I'm fucking done with him. <laughs> Grow the fuck up. Like, you're fucking, 20, fucking 37 years old, I swear to God. And... Still doing this, still pulling this kind of bullshit. And yeah, um, again, an exciting offseason going on, and we will have content. <laughs> um, you know, we, we, you know, if if there is for some reason no content at all, like in, within the next week, uh, we can record a, you know, the dreaded draft pod. See what comes of that. Yeah, unless we trade it away. Yeah, in that case, we'll guess we'll talk about like who we get. Maybe it's Bradley Beal. Uh, I don't think that's not happening. Yeah. He's his price is too high. I think Oladipo, I think, would be a lot more reachable if anything. But and the Miles Turners of the world, um, yeah, we'll see. We shall see. Okay, well, that's gonna do it for us for this episode. Um, you know, a little bit of a bonus one, just on a random. We were recording this on a random Tuesday. Usually, we record on the end of the week. Um, yeah, maybe we'll have one at the end of the week as well. well. I mean, why not? This is a special occasion. NBA Finals are over. Let the next, let the off season begin. Yes, let the news flow in. Let some good news from the Kings flow in. Yeah, let's hope we can uh, manage that one. And hopefully, again, good fortune comes with the Kings. We shall see. Maybe we get Giannis. That'd be pretty fun. He. Uh, maybe. I mean, his girlfriend's near here. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's in Fresno. So, yeah. Um, yeah, pretty cool. Yes, Giannis, come here. We have Fresno. Wouldn't he just go to, like, one of the LA teams, if anything? Shh. Far. Shh. He doesn't know that. Oh, of course he knows! He goes to Fresno! <laughs> what are talking about? I'm pretty sure we're closer to Fresno. Are we? I have no clue. I I'm actually not sure where Fresno is. I know it's a little no. bit south of us, but yeah. Of all places. Yeah, it's kind of a random place. Apparently, like every now and then, like yeah, he you can you can catch him at Fresno. Um, yeah, but you know, so yeah, you know, we'll see what the again, Monty McNair, a very creative mind. So we will see if he can concoct something amazing. Okay, right. well, okay, well, this is going to keep rambling on. Well, let's yeah, just cut it off before I really go off the top or go off yeah. the rails. Okay, we'll catch you guys on the next episode. All right, see you guys later.